Greetings and salutations from Podcast Central in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. You're listening to the Life and Times of Big Jim podcast, and I'm your host, Big Jim. Well, folks, today is October the 1st, and it's only two days away. Two days. You can do that on one hand, one, two, from my 60th birthday. Let's say it together now. Ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Happy birthday, Big Jim. That was pretty lame. Let's try it again. It was lame, lame, lame. Let's try it again. Here we go. We're going to count to three. One, two, three. Happy birthday, Big Jim. Very good. And thank you for the coerced wishes of a happy birthday. Now, you might be asking yourself, well, you might not be too, but you might be. And in case you are, I'm going to tell you, what are you going to do, Big Jim, to celebrate your birthday? There's a simple two-word answer. Absolutely nothing. I'll watch a little football on TV in the afternoon, order myself up a pizza, and in the morning I'm probably going to run down to the Kroger grocery store, get me a small cake to eat, I mean, I am 60 years old. You didn't expect me to play pin the tail on the donkey and hide and go seek with all my friends, did you? What are you, 10 or something? Nonetheless, thank you for the birthday wishes. And thanks for listening to my podcast. You will never know how much I appreciate it. Remember, you can find out more about me and my crazy life at BigJimEnterprises.com and contact me at BigJimEnterprisesPod at gmail.com. Big Jim Enterprises, P-O-D, at gmail.com. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Several weeks ago, I introduced you to a very special friend of mine by the name of Steve Ford. And if by chance you haven't listened to that episode, make sure to find Ford Isn't Just an Automobile to learn more about the man that this podcast is about today. Now, friends, there are many things that you should probably never say to Steve Ford. And in this weekend, this week's episode of The Life and Times of Big Jim, you will learn one of those things. So let's get into this crazy moment in the life and times of Big Jim. I was 30. She was 49. And we were dating. I know what you're saying. What the hell were you thinking, Big Jim? She could have been your mama. Indeed, as she did have a daughter that was my age at the time. We met at this Halloween party. It was being held at a mutual friend of ours' house. And initially, I don't think that she liked me at all. Truth be known, she considered all men to be like her ex-husband. Bastards, cheaters, liars and otherwise just filthy sons of bitches. Somehow, I say somehow, I don't know, I'm not sure how, she let me inside that wall of hatred for a period of time. And I spent some of the best times of my life with that woman. Her kids never liked me, but 30 years later, who gives a damn? Now you see, as our relationship grew, I found that every Friday night she would attend 
or go to, not actually attend, but this pretty lady would go to this local bar in Joplin, Missouri to have a few drinks and dance the night away with these filthy bastards that she hated. But hey, they were good for a dance and a couple of free drinks and a laugh or two. So as you would imagine, as her new young boy toy, I would go to said bar with her and became her all-the-time dance partner, much to the dismay of all the older cowboy wannabes that kept trying their best lines to get her to go home with them. You know the lines. You've heard them. The ones like, Hey, baby, was your daddy a baker? Because you sure have some nice buns. <laughs> How about this one? Hey, baby, was your daddy a boxer? Because you're a knockout. <laughs> yeah, I'm a smooth move type of guy here. I think you're knowing that because... Or how about this one? I think there's something wrong with my phone. Your number is not in it. Oh, man, you try those lines out, guys. If you're single like me, they work like, well, they work like, they work like, I don't know, people on welfare now that don't work at all. So it doesn't work. I I try all those lines and they're, they're. But, see, what happened was, one fateful night, I invited my buddy Steve Ford to come and hang out with her and I at the bar for the evening. And much to my delight, he did accept my invitation. And I will not, I will admit at this point that I did not think that this particular night could be as entertaining as it turned out to be. Now, see, I wasn't much of a dancer. I'm six foot six inches tall, a little awkward, and at that time I was a lot thinner than I am now. And, well, as the saying goes, white boys don't have rhythm. Well, I was one of those white boys that didn't have rhythm. Now, Steve, on the other hand, Steve, on the other hand, was a white boy that did have rhythm, and he could dance. Didn't know this about Steve till this night that we went out to this bar with with um so steve grabbed my little lady and he pulled her out on the dance floor and he made all those other sloppy dancers look like they had two left feet and one of them had been chopped off in a horrific industrial accident they twisted and turned they could have been contestants on dancing with the stars they would have lost but they could have been there however there was no dancing at the stars back then and so forget that whole concept. It really makes no sense. Suffice to say, when she and Steve danced, people noticed. Remember the old when E.F. Hutton talks? People listen. If you don't remember that, you're young and you don't didn't watch very much, or you didn't watch very much TV when you were younger. Now I know what you're thinking. I can hear it. Now, Big Jim, please tell me, please tell me that you didn't go a-drinking and a-dancing all night long and then drive home that way, did you? Well, of course not. What do you think I am, an idiot? Oh, don't answer that. Don't answer that. Quit. Stop. Oh, whoa, whoa. Shh, 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 shh. 
quiet, quiet, quiet. See, just across the street from the from the bar that we uh, we went to on every Friday night, there were two twenty four hour restaurants. One of which my elderly girlfriend would not be caught dead in, and the other was called the Country Kitchen. So we'd always go over to the Country Kitchen for a bite to eat, some coffee, and to make sure we were capable of driving home safely. I wasn't a complete dunce in the early years of my life. Well, on this particular night, now mind you, Steve didn't drink. Steve didn't drink, so, you know, instead of feeling a little tipsy, fine, Steve was fine just to go ahead and drive home. Yet he graciously accepted another invitation for to have a late-night snack with us. Now, folks, this is when my aging antique of a date said the words that you should never, ever, ever have said to Steve Ford. She said, Steve, please don't embarrass me at the country kitchen. Oops. Wrong thing to say to Steve. That's like saying to Steve, hey, Steve, don't smoke another cigarette. Steve would light front one up just to prove that he could. I love Steve and I miss him still to this day. You see, all of us were big-time smokers back in then, back in those days. Maybe I was a big dunce back then. But I gave that nasty hat a butt up 28 years ago and never looked back. Well, this bar was located on the south end of Range Line Road in Joplin, Missouri, along with about a dozen other bars. So needless to say, everybody... From those bars, not everybody, but a great number of folks from the bars along Range Line Road went to either the restaurant that my elderly girlfriend would not be caught dead in or the country kitchen, which made the country kitchen to be absolutely packed out at bar closing time. Not a seat in the house. Crammed to the rafters with tipsy, half-drunk, and fully-drunk blowhards ready to get themselves ready to drive home. So there we sat in the country kitchen, smack dab in the middle of the smoking section, just me, Steve, and my granny girlfriend, surrounded by hundreds of other folks, in various stages of drunkenness. Now I knew I was in trouble because I remember those words. They rang over and over in my head. Steve, please don't embarrass me in Country Kitchen. Steve looked at me and he winked. And I knew right then that those faithful words uttered by my near-senile lover were about to come back to haunt her. Steve, just don't embarrass me. 
that wink only meant, son, hold my beer and watch this. Steve began to cough, little small coughs. <coughs> Excuse me, he said. Then a little bit more forceful cough. <coughs> the coughs grew in intensity. <coughs> Steve's face was turning beet red, and his hands flailed in the air, banging on the table. <coughs> Coughing grew in intensity. Steve's face went from beet red to bright purple. The patrons of Country Kitchen were now silent, and all eyes, all 400 eyes in Country Kitchen were, were trained on the three of us. Me, <coughs> coughing Steve, and my senior citizen date. His hands began to fumble. <laughs> for his cigarettes in his shirt pocket. <laughs> Swiping his hand up in a well-orchestrated move, he sprung the pack of Merritt cigarettes sailing through the air and landing with a score of a perfect ten on the table directly in front of him. The coughing intensified. <laughs> the patrons in my golden day's date began to become concerned. <laughs> Steve's hand found the pack of cigarettes. <laughs> shook them violently, causing three or four of them to jump like Mexican jumping beans and sail through the air in what seemed like a slow motion and splay out on the table in front of us. Steve grabbed one of the cancer sticks and stuck in his mouth, <laughs> promptly coughed it out into my soon-to-be nursing home resident's girlfriend's lap. <laughs> Another smoke stick. <laughs> Same result. <laughs> Third try of the charm. The cigarette stuck. The lighter flashed to life. The flame touched the end of it. And Steve grew in a long, hard, low tar nicotine cigarette drag. <laughs> the coughing immediately ceased. And Steve let out it. <sighs> Big sigh of relief expelling the smoke toward my aged girlfriend. The patrons began to turn away. Some chuckled, knowing that this was just a hoax. I was laughing so hard, and Steve looked across the table at Janice. Yes, folks, she did have a name. And with a big grin on his face, said, Don't ever tell me not to do something. Janice's face was now just as red as Steve's was during the coughing fit. She began to laugh and said, Steve Ford, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> well, as fate would have it, she never had the chance. Because Steve would be taken from us at the age of 45 from a massive heart attack. Rest in peace, Steve, and thank you for taking the time to embarrass my older-than-I 
girlfriend. <laughs> well, good times. Quick disclaimer here. I make fun of the age difference between Janice and I strictly to hopefully bring a smile to your face and possibly a laugh. Janice was a fantastic woman that treated me with so much love and compassion. I will always be indebted to her for teaching me so much about relationships and love. I'm not sure if Janice is still around or if she is. I She'd be 79 years old now. And I'm sure she's just as pretty as she was at 49. And probably just as sweet as she was at 49. Thank you, Janice, if you're out there somewhere. Thank you for the good times and thank you for the lessons learned from a very lovely young lady. Now, in this episode of The Local Savannah Tourist, I really have nothing to tell you. I know. What the hell, Big Jim? Well, as most of you know, if you don't, you've been living under a very, very, very large and heavy rock for the last two, one and a half, two years or so. But we're having a COVID problem in the country. They're calling it a pandemic and I might just have to agree. As a respiratory therapist, I spend the majority of my time on the front lines of this horrible viral infection that has taken many lives. The hospital in which I work has been filled up with patients. At one point, we had 184 COVID patients, many of them on ventilators and needing critical care teams to take care of them. With that in mind, I am working extra to assist with the overload of work that has been created by this infection. So I don't go anywhere, but the hospital and home. And I'm not going to invite you to the hospital because it seems to be a place that most folks don't want to find themselves visiting at this point in time. You know, and on that topic, there's been a huge debate on the vaccines and whether or not a person should get them or a person should not get them. And I understand and agree with both sides of the aisle on this debate. The anti-vaxxers and the pro-vaxxers, I agree with portions of what each of them say. However, I truly don't believe that anyone should have the authority to tell you to get or not get the vaccine. I believe it's your choice and your choice alone. Research the data available. Make your decisions on whether to get it or not. And whatever you decide, it's nobody's business but your own. Nobody has to know what you decide. Do what's right for you. This is a crazy virus. People die. I see it every day. However, more people get better and go home than die. I see it every day. It's your choice. As for me, did I get the vaccine or not? Well, that's none of your business. Did you get yours? Wait, that's none of mine either. So here's my suggestion to you folks. Stay healthy. Be careful. Get the vaccine or don't. Just be safe. And keep listening to the life and times of Big Jim. Now, as I said at the first of the podcast, two days from today, today is October the 1st, when this podcast was released. 
two days from today, I will turn 60 years old. We'll get ready for this, folks. I'm going to do a special birthday podcast just for you. My podcasts usually drop on Friday mornings at 12 midnight, but I want to drop a new podcast out for you on October the 3rd so you can celebrate my birthday with me. I've been telling folks around and and inviting folks to my surprise birthday party that I'm planning for myself, and I will be surprised if anybody shows up. Because I'm really not having a birthday party. I'm just telling you that because it gets a good laugh when you tell them you're inviting them to your own surprise birthday party. I'm really not having one. I really am going to do exactly what I said I was going to do. Watch a little football, eat some pizza. I might go get me a croaker cake and, and eat a little piece of cake. Okay, that's a lie. I probably will eat the whole entire cake. It's going to be little though. I'm not getting a big one. I'm not getting that big, giant, you know, cake. Just a small one so I can have a little cake. And then I'll probably reflect on the last 60 years of my life. Give a little bit of thought. And I think I'll probably share those reflections with you on October the 3rd. Some of the things that, uh, you know, I have to tell you this, my... um, before I was born, my parents have shared this story with me for 60 years now, and I'm going to call my mom. I'm going to refresh myself on this story, but my birth was a very, very exciting and strange time in my parents' life, and I will share that with you on my new and special and extra bonus podcast being released on October the 3rd. 2021, my 60th birthday. So keep that in mind. Looking forward to sharing that with you. And folks, we're probably running a little bit early. This is a shorter broadcast than normal, but I'm going to wrap it up right now. And hey, do yourself a favor. Don't embarrass anybody today. Or if you can create a story that's as memorable as Steve Ford, well, embarrass somebody. It's kind of fun. Folks, I'm out of here like money from my bank account. God bless you. See y'all next week. <laughs>